that's uh, it, better. Yeah, and I was saying because we have an international audience, and so we always like to say where you were born and, and raised. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So I was born and raised in Violin, New Jersey, okay. and that's the south part of Jersey, um, of course, you know, here in America. And all my life, pretty much, I was raised there and um, then traveled and moved to Delaware um, once I had met my husband. Okay. You know, a lot of, we've interviewed a lot of people who are out from New Jersey. Um, the boys from Rift, Nitty, um, half of Black Street, um, <laughs> Bub, um, Naughty by Nature. So it's amazing how New Jersey yeah. um, and the music scene seem to have raised a lot of people with, uh, with talent. And Regina Bell, you know, it's, uh, did, growing up, did you, did you know any uh, of them? Um, growing up, no. And I think that may be more so because, like I said, with me growing up in South Jersey and with most of those being either central or north, yeah. that's probably why I really didn't, you know, uh, grow up with them. And uh, trust me, when I tell you where I'm from is really country. Okay. So <laughs> it was like, whoa, someone at that time, like someone that made it from like the boondocks. Are you kidding me? Wow. So no, I had I didn't meet anybody until I actually got in the industry. Didn't know anybody before that. Okay, well then, growing up in in your area, how did you you know what what what, what how did you start singing, growing up there? Okay, well, I'm from a, a and I thank God for this. I'm from a musically inclined family. So my mother and my father both you know rest in peace. Um, they were brought up in the church and they sang. And um, there were eight of us with me being the baby. And so because, you know, like I said, with, with them being brought up in church, they brought us up in church and take my classes off. <laughs> they brought church as well. So um, it started with the choir singing on the church choir. And then from the church choir, you know, as I started going to school, I started singing in school choirs. But what's crazy is I wasn't really that solo artist. You know, um, it wasn't until like my grandmother, my maternal grandmother had um, kind of heard something in my voice, you know, when I would sing um, on the gospel choir at church. And so she just kind of convinced me, you know, let's let's just just try like some solos, you know, because I have other siblings that sing as well. Um, like there's really one sister of mine that who. I tell people, if you think I can sing, you need to hear her sing. And she's more gospel. But okay. nevertheless, um, so I started singing solo. And then from there, you know, the pastor and um, I just started getting, you know, um, requests to sing. And then even on the uh, school side, when I was in those choirs, the same thing pretty much happened. People um, started hearing about me. And so um, our choir director at school was like, can you, you know, sing a couple of solos? So it was, I was a little bit on the shy side and then I just started branching out more. And I also was into a lot of sports. So um, basketball and cheerleading, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I played, ba I played basketball, but I really loved cheerleading. So oh. I cheered for basketball and football. And a couple of times I, I was asked to sing the, you know, the national anthem. Okay. And so before you know it, it just started, I guess word started getting out. So shortly after graduation, just kind of fast forwarding a little bit, Shortly after graduation, um, my brother, um, with my one brother that's still living, his name is Chris. 
he was the one that was like, we need to get you in a studio. I want to just hear how you sound in a studio. So he had a friend. We lived in Millville, New Jersey at that time. So we had a friend that um, my brother knew because my brother rapped along with a cousin of ours. So they put me in the studio and I just kind of sang Tracy Spencer's song. I think one was Shanice. Then my brother started kind of like just letting people hear it. Wow. forwarding a little bit more. Then my uh, cousin and a brother-in-law of mine that are also musically inclined knew of Rodney Jerkins. So oh. that's where Rodney Jerkins and I kind of connected. And then I went to let Rodney hear me sing um, at his home in Pomona, New Jersey. He wanted to sign me right on the spot. So wow. that's how I, I, you know, that's my whole, pretty much my life from, I'm leaving from the beginning to how I got in the music industry. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to go back a little bit because growing up then at, at that, year, you know, probably while in high school, what were you, who were you listening to and who, who, who were you inspired by musically? Oh, man. Um, again, because the family was so like religious, there was a lot of church music. Okay. Uh, my mother was a fan. My mother was a fan of Shirley Caesar. Every now and again, believe it or not, my mom would listen to Patti LaBelle. Okay. You know, um, and, and I think it's because people had said she sounded a lot like Patti LaBelle. Uh, you know, um, just those vocals, she just could just, I mean, wail those vocals. But Vanessa Bell Armstrong was a big one, the Clark Sisters. Okay. Um, uh, a lot of gospel, a lot of gospel artists. Um, and then, of course, there was, you know, um, some of the R&B um, that my parents would play, like the old school, you know, Temptations. My mother, she absolutely loved the Temptations, especially their Silent Night. <laughs> um, but the list can really go on. I want to say that I really, really was crazy about um, Vanessa Bell Armstrong. Okay. Uh I just absolutely would just put her stuff on repeat and repeat and repeat, you know, as I was growing up. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's more because there was so many, you know, and I like, you know, pretty much uh, multiple types of music, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So when when they, you know, the, your brother was talking about, wow, you know, you could sing and let's try and get you in the studio. Were you thinking, oh, I can make a, become a recording artist? Or what were your thoughts about what you were going to do after high school? Well, I didn't think, honestly, I knew that was a dream, but I really was like, I did not have my hopes up for it. There was no way. Um, my parents also was big on education, so I was really good in school as well. Yeah. Um, so my, my thing was I wanted to be a, a pediatrician. Okay. So... Yeah. So after high school, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, music is definitely first, but you know, kind of got caught up in a relationship with my oldest son's father. <laughs> so <laughs> what kind of happened was, you know, the whole love thing comes along and it kind of yeah. just, you know, pauses you a little bit. So what happened was I ended up going to a community college, yeah. you know, and then I ended up getting pregnant with my oldest son. So it kind of was like, uh, you know, put that on pause for a little bit. Maybe I'll just go back and be a nurse okay. <laughs> because I also love the medical field. I just, I love, you know, I love the medical field. So after that, um, I kind of still was, even with the whole working with the Rodney Jerkers, I kind of got in there too. So um, at that point, it was like, okay, I have my son, you know, I, I'm with, you know, Rodney Jerkins, maybe this thing will happen. And so one day I got a call that, hey, a couple labels were interested. 
and it kind of went from there. So the school thing was a pause. Okay. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you, because yeah. at the so time- So I kind of mixed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so the, no, so at the time you, 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 you met with Rodney, who, because I'm trying to think about the year you met him. Has he, has he, who has he, any major work here? I know he was a Teddy very briefly, but had he done anything significant uh, um, before, uh, by the time you met him? Uh, well, l- let's say this. I know he had been working with some artists. Um, when you say significance. Um, so this is pre-Brandy. This is pre-Jennifer yeah, Lopez. No, yeah, no, he hadn't worked with any of them. I know he was doing some writing for some other artists, but I believe that once once he started, you know, working with me and got his deal through Mercury, I think a lot more things started okay. just, you know, feathering for him. Um, but I do know he was working with other artists, just but they weren't like the Brandys or the Michael Jacksons. Yeah, yeah. you know, they kind of like came along. Um, you know, kind of like after the mix, after the mix, you know. Um, so to my knowledge, that's kind of okay. what I mean. Cause he was so busy with my project, you know, and I'm quite sure if like if there was someone else that he was working with prior to me that yeah. was, you know, huge. I believe they would have shared that, you know, um with me, but to my knowledge, no. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I mean, we 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 know the work he's done subsequently, but how was what, what was your impression when you saw him at first, this young kid, um, musically? Well, I had heard a great deal about him already through family members, through, again, one at the time, my brother-in-law and my cousin Kenny. So I heard many great things about him. And then my sister had knew, the one that I told you that also sings gospel, yeah. um, she, knew, she knew of the Jerkins and knew them as well. And they knew of her. Um, so I had already heard some really good things about him. So I was super excited. And when I did finally get to meet him, it was everything that I thought, you know, very talented young man, very respectful, very mannerable, um, very focused. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and the, the the work vibe was good. You know, yeah. he's definitely, definitely is, is, is a genius with his music. He definitely is. So yeah, Fred um, was in on the project as well. He too was a phenomenal producer, well as slash songwriter. Um, and the both of them together, you know, again, and I'm speaking of that time, um, you know, worked well together. And mm. I think, you know, at the time I felt like we were hand in gloves. That's how I kind of felt like it was, it was a pretty cohesive match there. You know, they brought some things out of me. Um, it was definitely a first experience for me to, I mean, record an album. And I mean, we hustled, we did, we did so much. So, um, it was great. It was, I have to say, it was great. Um, their whole family is, um, you know, sweet people. Did, did you know how to do any writing? When, when, you know, because I know you were singing and they focus a lot on your vocals, but what about actually putting pen to paper and writing, helping with the songwriting? So that was another thing that they actually brought out of me. Oh. Uh, I really didn't. I really didn't write as much as I should have. Let's put it like that as I look back at it now. But they did try to encourage me to write more. Um, And I did write some. I will say on that first album, um, I wrote, um, I probably co-wrote on, I think it was maybe two or three. One of them, I actually wrote pretty much the whole song and that was Freak On. Um, And again, this was the, you know, the the first album. 
Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then, like I said, I co-wrote um, on a couple of other ones, one being one of the ones his brother had written. Um, and so they tried and they did encourage, but I, I, I think what was happening was I was being molded and, 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 and pulled in like different directions. And I can explain this now and it probably was not the best. I probably couldn't explain it this way then, but yeah. um, now I'm seeing that that was such a, uh, a novice era for me. And I was just being pulled in so many directions. And as a novice writer as well, I just was like, you know, let me just focus on this. So let me just focus on this and let me just focus on this, meaning more so just the singing because, yeah. you know, I felt like I just had to deliver, you know, and then an image, you know, it was like, that's what you hear, you know, get in the gym and do this and do that. And, you know, luckily I was never a big, big, big person. But, <laughs> you, know, you know how that industry is. Yeah. Now, kids later, <laughs> you know, but nevertheless, um, like I said, um, I did do some writing and um, definitely did far more on my second project. And then anything and moving forward but yeah so they did try to encourage me they did, yeah. did so was your brother still supporting you around this time after they introduced you to you know after you were working with you, you know management teaching about the business and and things um honestly and that's a touchy part of my life because I know that family wanted to I know that they did. I know my brother, well, he had went on and, you know, he had got married and was, you know, focused on his family. Okay. Um, my cousin and even my brother-in-law, you know, they, they were focused on their family. I think what began to happen, um, and like I said, this is touchy, is that that's where the separation started coming in or the distance, the distance started coming in. And I started traveling, you know, to so many different places. Yeah. And then it just kind of became where I was lured in and, and Rodney's father became my manager. So Rodney's my producer and now his dad's my manager. So it was kind of like people were kind of, you know, they were pushed out of the way and really there's no other way to say it. Pushed out of the way and the rev kind of like, you know, took control of my career. Um, and the rev did ask me if I wanted my mother to be a part of the management team. But my mom was feeling like, you know, she just really didn't know much. And yeah. you know, again, having a big family, you know, mother had other things to focus on as well. Of course, my family was supportive, prayed for me, loved me, you know, loved me and, you know, wanted the best for me. But I have a big family and everybody, you know, have their families. Yeah. So mom was just like, no, she, you know, she just kind of gave the rev her blessing, like, just take care of my baby, you know. Um, and it was kind of on that note. So again, you know, my brother, my brother-in-law and my cousin, um, it just kind of was like they were there for that support, but they didn't hold me any longer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, and, and, and I guess, it, you know, I think one of the things that's, that surprised a lot of us as fans is the fact that, you know, we, we, when we're watching the music videos and, and, and an album goes platinum, we're like, wow, you guys... Of, you know, making making loads of, of money and stuff, and then we learn about the business size and the contracts and all the royalties and the splits, and then it's like, wow! And the fact is, you know, we learned that back in those days, you were just you get a record deal, and and they're taking around the world. You don't, no one checks the the bank account until later on. For you, what was it? What was it for for you? I mean, as I said, they opened the doors, gave you an opportunity, but. Did they explain everything and, and, and made sure that 
you would get you you were taken care of. Okay. Uh, where do I begin? Okay. So yes, let me say this. Um, I definitely um, agree with you. Get these opportunities, and you're pulled all over the place, and that money. <laughs> And you look in the bank account, you're like, oh, a penny, but, you know, so nevertheless, with my experience, I too went through the whole, it's almost like everybody else makes the money but you. But yeah. I will tell you this, when I got my advances from the record company or advance, I will say that Reverend Jerkins really did say to me, try to hold on to that money as much as you can. He stressed paying taxes. He was really on point with things like that. He really was. So I did end up, you know, investing or getting a financial advisors. I'm not even going to put their name out of who I, I'm, let me just say this. I did have financial advisors, but I don't think the advisement was what it could have, what it should have been. Mm -hmm. And I'll leave it at that. Um, I'm not one to, I'm not dragging no company down, not doing anything. However, with that being said, um, although I want to say that, yes, I believe I should have had more money than I did get, a lot of it is my fault, though, simply mm. because the one thing that my mother and father always taught me when I was, as I was growing up in our family, you don't put your full trust in no man but God. You don't ever do that. You need to learn things for yourself but as I mentioned earlier on being that artist and just so much coming at me I'm trying to focus on so many different things yeah. I'm putting my full trust in people I'm yeah. trusting my attorneys I'm trusting people with with money and because I wasn't a writer yeah. you know or didn't write much that you know I didn't see that money so I know it's a several things that I'm trying to say at once so let me slow down just a little bit and kind of focus on one aspect at a time. So the key is, it, as an artist, many people wanna go out there and they think that it's, it's just all glamorous and you're making, a bit, you're making all this money. Yeah. Your best bet as an artist is to educate yourself first on the money. Make sure that you do have financial advisement. Make sure your taxes are being paid Hallelujah, as Medea says it. <laughs> Please make sure that that happens. Um, stay on top of your game. That's the best advice that I can give anybody instead of just being so gullible and naive and being so anxious and wanting to sign. When somebody tells you to get an attorney to look at that contract, please do that. And get someone that you, you know, that has a reputable, uh, that's reputable. You know, someone that you, you feel comfortable with. And Learn as much as you can about the business. I mean, know where your money is going. That budget that you're getting at that label, know where it's going. Have a manager that works for you, um, not you working for them or mm. working together. Have a manager that listens to the things that you say that you want to do versus them trying to control everything for themselves. I ran through several managers and I'm not even going to begin to put out there who I'm talking to because mm -hmm. they know who they are. I've had several managers that uh, just try to just take control. Learning what a manager is supposed to do is also your money, if that mm -hmm. makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So again, going back to one of the key things is on this aspect of 
basically just knowing the business as much as you can get in there and learn if you got to read if you got to know what's going on behind the scenes go ahead and do that because that's your business you're mm -hmm. a commodity you're the business and if you let any and everybody else take control that's what they're just going to do however there are people that believe you know they have family members that can come in, that can help them out and that they feel comfortable with feeling like, okay, well, I can trust them because that's my family. You still, at the end of the day, should learn as much as you can about the business because there's some family members you can't trust either. Yeah. So the best advice that I can give to stay on top of your money, to stay mm. on top of your game is know where your money's going and, oh. and, and, and make sure that you're, leading you're leading that pack don't let everybody lead you you can have some of that guidance you can have some advice you can have some words of encouragement but you better ride that ship you better steer steer that boat because people will try to take advantage and run your life but don't nobody know you better than you know yourself so run your business that's mm -hmm. the best advice i can give and i think if i was a lot more stern and less naive that i would i would have been a lot further uh, than where I was and then even where I am now. But don't don't get me wrong. I'm so thankful to God that I'm standing today, even though it was the one song or two songs in some areas. And it's been 20 something plus years when I tell you that God has brought me to a place of such understanding and, and acceptance. He truly has. And I have a story and I and, and, and I know that I'm, you know, that 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 my story will help someone else. It actually has helped some, I'm quite sure. So when you asked, why I said, you ready for this story? <laughs> so when it comes to the money, I'm not sure if I answered it exactly how you want it, but I yeah. answered what was on my heart. Yeah, no, no, that's, so. that's, that's really powerful. And but I guess it's the hard thing is that when you're still young, um, you know, in your early 20s and, and this opportunity, it, how hard is it to even think long term? <laughs> you better believe it, especially, you know, and I, you know, I didn't, I, my upbringing was on a poor side. So it's like somebody's giving you a $25,000 advance, yeah. like, oh, uh, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. you know? So it's like, you know, so those things as well happen. But like I said, there are many people, they get excited, you know, the, the, the gullibleness, the naive, and, you know, you're not even thinking about vultures. You're thinking everybody's in your ear saying, uh, if it's not how good you look, it's how good you sound. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? So you kind of, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be famous. And like I said, it was a dream for me, but I, I really didn't see myself ever doing it. I just knew that I had, I love music. I love to sing, you know, and I'm just like, Lord, I thank you. This is happening. So I'm trying to focus on so many other things and just put it my full trust in everyone. And I should have just been more, like I said, up on my game. And I yeah. wasn't. Thanks for watching. Please remember to subscribe to the channel, but most importantly, to press the notification bell so that you can be notified when we do have a new interview. Loads to come, but thanks a lot for watching.